Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. It's the Trek Culture Podcast. I am your returning host, Sean Ferrick. And joining me as ever is the piece of sparkle that is Tom himself. This week, of course, we have been issued with a directive that we need oversight. And so the wonderful Chris is back as well. Hello, Chris. How are you? <laughs> Welcome back, Sean, man. How was your trip? Thank you very much. Thank you. My trip was lovely. Um, so much of my trip has been redacted for legal reasons. But I mean, there is some yeah. there is some fun bits that I can talk about. For example, I most definitely did leave the country and return to the country. Okay, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you're back because me and Chris almost did the podcast about you and we went, you know what? This isn't gonna. Yeah. This isn't gonna happen. <laughs> we were gonna have like uh, Starfleet boy on as well, but unfortunately that didn't pan out. And we thought, yeah, we'll, we'll just wait for Sean to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's nice to feel loved. It's nice <laughs> to be needed. So I, 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 I am cool with this. So thank you very much. So just for everyone listening to this, remember, Trek culture stops. When I'm not here, that is yep. not true at all. That is not true at all. There is so much work going on that people don't see. And then I get to flounce in and be like, hi, I'm the face. Look at it's, how awesome I am. And then flounce off again for a month. It's um, nice power to have, though. I, um, I, I've been in two bands in my life and I left both of them first. And every time they crumbled into nothing after that happened. So it made me feel really good. <laughs> That's not nice to say. Queen are trying. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. Uh, yeah, you 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 were the first one before Adam Lambert came in to uh, to take over as the new Freddy. You were there. Yeah, you were there me. as the new Freddy. Um, also, we're all getting quite good nicknames. So obviously, last time we had Chris on, he was what Daddy Star Trek, Daddy oh, Trek. God, yeah. Daddy, yeah, yeah. And then recently in a in one of my videos, I got called Captain Boring Voice, which really made me laugh to the point that I commented on it saying, "I think this is really funny." <laughs> so, we for the record, like for the record, any any naysayers of your voice, Tom. Like I am the reason Tom does voiceovers is because I really like his voice. So yeah, so it's like for Daddy Star Trek. Yeah, for every boring content, Tom gets another voiceover. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that as well, Captain Boring Voice and Daddy Trek. And Sean, 
<laughs> sure. you know, I'm not the one getting nicknamed, so there you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, it's 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 gas. I mean, like, I feel like I've I've nothing interesting to say. I mean, this should just be. I'll just moderate a chat between Daddy Trek and Captain Boring Voice. You know. Well, <laughs> um, is there anything legal you can talk about from your trip away? I can I can say I right. So I will continue joking, but joking aside, I can say I had. Uh, just an epic time. So I was in LA for a couple of days before I went off to Denver for a week and a half. And uh, in LA, I was, uh, obviously, if you've been near any of my socials, I keep everything so secret. So I met up with Terry, met up with Liz, with Kit, with Christopher, with Olivia. And it was just nice. Do you know what I mean? It was just nice and chill. I met up with uh, with Stephanie and Matt. Like it was, it was also intense. It was three days of like, where are you now? <laughs> um, <laughs> You said this and was the uh, the first time Olivia had met that group of, that you were with, right? It was. It was. It was funny. We we were we were sitting down to dinner. So every all these people had worked on Picard season three, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Olivia, but by, by the way, Ensign Riggs still alive. She was just taking a nap that time. The Borg were shooting, or the Changelings boarded the Titan. She was only having a nap. She was like, "I'll play dead," and then she's fine. <laughs> um, but Not we were legacy. sitting down. Yeah. No, she she will be back in name of show redacted. Um, and we were sitting and we were kind of doing a nice to meet everyone kind of toast and every, you know Liz and Kate, art directors on the show, Christopher writer on the show, Olivia the greatest ensign of all time. And we were like you know cheers everyone. And I go because I'm a smart git. I was like ah see the power of what stalking can do. <laughs> I've brought you all together. You know and everyone kind of just had that moment of ha ha ha. Oh yeah that's actually how this happened. Uh, Stalking yeah. or professional journalism? Yeah, uh, yeah. it's there's a, there's a thin line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a very thin line. The one I won't cross is I don't camp outside people's homes with a camera. Yeah, I get my team to yeah. do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was, and it was brilliant, and it was it was lots of fun, and you know, hearing stories about you know, kind of just, and it's when I say it's there's, there's nothing salacious, which coming from me is shocking. Uh, it was just fun stories of, you know, kind of this happened and that happened. And uh, and then same meeting up with Terry as well. Um, I mean, the man is he's bloody generous with his time because uh, I mean, even now. So like Picard is done. Now, they say obviously we're nearly a year past it. And I can tell you, it's not like he's sitting there twiddling his thumbs, but I obviously can't say anything more. Um, but it was lovely. Captain Boring Voice wants to know, was it what was it like being with these people? Because like this is obviously a show that and just you know Star Trek in general that means so much to you and is this like you know huge entity that hanging out with just people who happen to make it must be a really strange feeling of like oh yeah they are just a bunch of people that you know got together and made this happen rather than this huge thing that you're you know, viewing, is there, is there something, what's, what's that, how's that feel like? It's, it's a really nice, bizarre feeling. So um, the fact that I'd spoken to everyone between podcasts and interviews and things, the fact that I'd spoken to everyone kind of took off. I I don't get, when I say I don't get starstruck, hang on, I just like, you know, because I'm amazing. No, just because in the course of doing this job, you talk to people about their work and you talk to people about like, you know, the day to day and everything. So that kind of element was already, kind of taken taken off and so it was a relaxed just hanging out chilling 
Uh, so there was me there trying to not be too creepy, like, you know, hey, it's nice to meet you. By the way, I've read these 73 interviews with you. You're awesome. Sign my face. You know, um, and, and it's, you know, you're kind of, you, you hope you don't come across as, you know, creepy fan who somehow managed to, you know, wrangle his way to the table. That must be uh, quite comparable to, like, my time in the wrestling industry. Um, but the weirdest moment. I ever had was I was in charge of like taking meet and greet pictures of Brett the Hitman Hart, right? Oh, no way. And, it, and in between times, I was just talking to him, and the whole time he was just groaning about Delta Airlines and like how they've got nothing on Canada, <laughs> <laughs> like just the most mundane conversation from one of my idols, like yeah. just just hanging out, taking pictures, and that, yeah, uh, you know, and rubbing shoulders with Kurt Angle and stuff like. Bizarre, bizarre, but they're they're humans, you know? That's that's it. At the end of the day, people are people, you know? Uh, And they are fantastic and they do amazing work. And look, I think it's well documented that we all enjoyed Picard, you know? Um, Mm. And, and, you know, everybody needs a glass of water. You know, everybody was stuck in traffic at some point. You know, people are people. The strangest thing for me is, I saw, for the D&D nerds out there, I saw Critical Role once at Comic-Con and I was sort of stood near there like when they were signing things, just close enough so I could look at them but without actually having to pay to get something signed. And I, the, the strangest to me when it, whenever this happens is seeing them in 3D is always a really weird experience. They go from being on screen to like a real human being that is like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, they look so different in real life. It's so strange. We had this discussion recently when I went to see Garth Marenghi mm, and yeah. I, I had the opportunity to like meet him afterwards and I, I didn't want him. I didn't because like, oh, yeah. I, I, I'd much rather that personal time like like I had with Eric Bischoff, for example, another name drop, sorry, but um, to, to work with him. And then meet- so I can catch the names you're dropping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But to like have to work with them and like have a, a, a real conversation without any sort of you know, you you just yeah. got to meet someone else next. You know, and I I, I I I put myself in like their shoes and like Matt Holness and everything. I was like, oh, like I don't want to add to that sort of rabble. Yeah, uh, just to cost a cost him afterwards. I'd much rather have what Sean had in L.A. with these people. You know, this sort of like on the same level. Sort like of conversation, a, a real interaction rather than like a forced. Hello, I'm a forced fan, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's sort of like going back to that Bret Hart thing, everyone that was like me, it, it was like forced interaction, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone was like nervous and couldn't get their words out and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd much rather sort of work with the person, see them for what they are and then feel comfortable enough to like, you know, just have a general chit chat, you know? That's, I'd, that's I'd it. I'd like, much prefer that. The, the, the like the nature of like convention circuits and everything like we're all like you know we're lucky we get to see people now it's generally seconds and then we'll go see a talk or or maybe maybe like I, I was at um back in 2021 I did destination Star Trek in London and I got chatting to Wilson Cruz for a couple of minutes because I'd, I'd written an article about Culber and we were having a bit of a laugh this was pre-season four mm-hmm. yes got me yeah yeah okay that's right uh, uh, you know, had a bit of a laugh and still just the nature of it, you know, kind of having a laugh, 20 people standing behind me, you know, like, mm-hmm. so taking away that, pre- taking away that pressure for them as well, you know, because they, they talked about, you know, kind of 
they want to make sure everyone has a good experience. You don't want to be the person that someone waited an hour to see and they get to see you and you're tired and you're grumpy and, you know, you're mm-hmm. dis- straight away shattering the illusion. This is where the stories of Never Meet Your Heroes comes from. You know, mm-hmm. it's like because, you know, someone had a bad flight or, you know, someone wasn't feeling well. So it, it's it, it's great as well to get, that chat we've and we've had these kind of chats in interviews as well but to get that kind of chat on a you know there isn't a clock like you said no one's clock watching no one's tapping their watch um and you know everyone wants to do the best that they can um and it was funny so and then the topic will completely switch over but uh, christopher monfett who, who we know we had, we had him on for a chat before and has just done a podcast with us for doctor who is a massive doctor who fan so it was funny like at, at this table of trek we were talking who for yeah. for ages um and of because course, everyone's so, a fan of something do you know what i mean so that's that's yeah. it like like nothing exists in a vacuum you know um you know and, and kit Stolen, you know art director built the entire board lair for picard season three also built an awful lot of the orville is working uh, you know is doing amazing work on for all mankind at the moment also a big doctor who fan you know and these are just funny because people are people um, well, Terry is, and Terry's like a demigod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, and it was great. And, you know, we're having the chat and everything. Plus, Terry knows good places to eat. We we, we went to a place in uh, Burbank that's just, we got there and it was a, a carvery or a buffet. And it was just like, crab legs are difficult to eat. I will say that. Like, like they're very tasty, but it takes effort. Um, yeah. Speaking of For All Mankind, um, while you were over there, you also uh, met up with Matt, our like tour guide you? from back in February uh, for the yeah. Picard premiere. Uh, Matt Jennings, that, yeah. Yeah, the dude that took us up to the Vasquez Rocks. Um, great guy. And while Sean was over there, I watched the, the first episode of For All Mankind. And it's this tracking shot. We're going through um, the Mars or colony. It's called Happy Valley. We're coming for it and we go inside and we're following this sort of, I, I can't remember the rank or whatever, but we, we're following this serviceman through through uh, Happy Valley. And I, I'm looking at the back of this geese's head and I'm like, I know the back of that head. <laughs> right. And then sure enough, he hands a file to to uh, Baldwin there. And um, yeah, there is Matt's face. And he'd, he'd filmed that before we'd met him over there, right? Yes, he filmed that in, I think it was August or September of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, so Matt and Kit, that's two for all mankind. So you've you've uh, <laughs> bumped into over there as well. That, and do you know what? That's that's what that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're making we're making it work. Uh, and it's a great show, work, by the way. We're collecting people. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's a great show. If you if you're not aware, Ronald D. Moore. Uh, is the showrunner over there and it's just I, I really want that man back in Star Trek man like he, just so Tom can like do more Klingon lists yeah <laughs> <laughs> we keep joking with this at one point Tom is going to brutally murder us in our sleep <laughs> and yeah. and he's right to do it um, I, I'm waiting for that list to come it's been threatened so many times <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, you know, again we, we joke but Chris you can tell him when, when, when it comes, you 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 can inform him. Um, I would also, yeah, love to get because uh, that's it as well. Now, I'm sure most of the people who are listening to this have either watched some of For All Mankind or or know it. But yeah, if you don't, it's like 
shockingly good. I was a very slow person on the uptake. Uh, I think season three had started airing by the time I started watching it. And it is that good. I, I much prefer it over, you know, the, those sort of alternate history th- uh, TV shows like Man in the High Castle. I think it, that's, it, the, it, that's kind of the main comparison, wasn't it? Sure. There have been other um, alternate histories uh, programs before, but yeah, th- this is probably like the best, I think. And of course, if you don't know, it's what if the USSR actually won the space race and beat America to the moon? And it, it, it's really interesting to see like how that continued um, space race brought technologies to the world sooner than what we had them. You know, so FaceTime in the 90s, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, it, it, it's, it's a really fascinating watch. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, thanks very much to our sponsor today for all mankind. Um, that is, uh, I just have to give a, a special shout out and thank you to Stephanie Chukowski, who we we went for a coffee and stumbled out of the cafe like eight hours later, um, and it was just so much fun. And uh, her husband Colin as well. Yeah, and also I'm dreadfully sorry to the staff of that cafe. I, I really hope that we didn't come across as loud as I think we did come across. Oh no, you were those um, people. Yeah. But if you check my Instagram, you will see that I was able to give Tavina promotion. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. So I'm plugging my Instagram, but I was able to give Tavina promotion and I'm very proud about that. And considering I went from meeting Terry to Stephanie, just saying, just saying. Look, it was amazing and it was fantastic. And just thank you so much to everyone. Um, and now everyone who was there those nights knows that I have crap on you. So pick up the phone, okay? <laughs> I've got the receipt now. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was so much fun. Uh, and I saw Griffith Observatory. Uh, I did the yeah. tourist thing. I absolutely did the tourist thing. And you know, we were there. The Hollywood sign is right there, and everything. Because uh, you know, I do mean it's not my first time in LA. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, full on true story, and I have to tell the story because I believe in naming and shaming. But I'm naming and shaming myself. So at the end of Saturday night, we, we finished up in um, a particular sci-fi themed bar. People who in LA know what I'm talking about. I know uh, what you're I, talking about. I had a tipple or two uh, and my hotel was, it was a walking distance away. So I was like, Grant, here's, I'll, I'll walk. So I did the entire hall, uh, hall of fame, walk of fame, one of them. Um, and I'm really annoyed because the two original cast members I didn't see stars for were Leonard Nimoy and Nichelle Nichols. I did all the rest. They're they're all there, uh, but I didn't get those two. So they must be on the other direction. Um, so I, I came out the bar and I turned right. And I think they're left. Uh, but yeah, I got them all except those two. So I have to go back. Simple as that. Yeah. When uh, I was I over there, I was, I was amazed like how many of them are actually cracked and they could do with like, you know, a bit uh, of... I think so because they're also, I mean, it's it's exactly what it says. It is a walk of fame, which means people are walking on it, using scooters on it, they're falling yeah. over on it. Um, there's a certain former president who I know someone took a sledgehammer to it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, this it's a pathway. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there is normal wear and tear. But it was a lot of fun. And I was the tiredest man. So the, I've, I'm back. It's Monday now, so I'm back a week. This is the worst jet lag I've ever had. This, 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 this was difficult. 
This this has been this this has been a week of like oh I got twenty minutes of sleep this night that was nice. I once had jet lag really bad from coming back from New York and I I, I can't sleep on uh, planes because I'm just too tall and uncomfortable. So I got back and had to drive from where we got dropped off back to my house, which is about 20, 25 minute drive. And I was literally falling asleep on the drive back as in closing my eyes and my head was falling down and I had to keep like swerving. And I was like, Oh, maybe I should just turn over and like stop. But I'm so close to my house. So it's, it's, it can be really scary. Can they use podcasts in court? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, they will soon. That's the world we're coming to guys. Yeah. World's gone. I mean, in fact, when you think about it, awful lot of confessions on things like this. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense, really. So many news stories now are just things from podcasts that people said. It's mostly Ridley Scott saying something stupid on a podcast. That happens a lot. But he's always it's been like that. It's very true. So I know I'm loving this Star Trek talk, but <laughs> I watched Napoleon while I was in the States. Oh, yeah. And then I read some of the interviews and like the bit like, you know, well, what about the historical inaccuracies? Were you there? Yeah, you I don't know. know. <laughs> yeah, nor was he. It was established he was never in Egypt. You know, I'm no, pretty sure. No, it's no, no one, no one cared about the depiction of Napoleon and Bill and Ted. So why do you care now? No, I know. Doesn't he eat loads of food in Bill and Ted? That's all I remember from him being. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love Bill and Ted. Um, talking about Bill and Ted, we have loads of news to talk about, and I think we should get over to it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Two centuries, you're listening to the Federation News Network. So the first bit of news, while Sean's been away, is that Strange New Worlds is now batting production. Everyone's going up to Toronto at the moment, um, ready to film season three. Uh, of course, suffered a, a knock-on effect from the, uh, from the strikes there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, because it's starting production now, 
there, there's still hope that this could be a 2024 release, but it won't be until like winter. And, and like when I discussed it with Sean earlier, this would hopefully be your Christmas trek. If yeah, that's it. I think just you know between because now, well, not now. It's been like this for years and years and years. Just post production is going to take a while, you know, mm-hmm. and they won't. I I might be wrong, but I can't imagine they'll begin post-production on episode one until they have filming on episode 10, more or less, wrapped. Um, I assume so, but I don't... I mean, there's some films now, they they start post-production sometimes before they've even shot things, so I really don't know how they're... Yeah, yeah, and there's also cameras... There's some cameras I think they use where the post-production's sort of already in it so they can see what they've already got planned while they're shooting things. So uh-huh. it, it really depends on how they, I'd love to know uh, how they actually shoot these things. And if they do it in order that you'd think they would do, but I don't know. Snapchat filters over the Klingons. That's yeah. how they do it. <laughs> uh, we just got rid of that whole prosthetics department. Don't do that yeah. anymore. We've got a filter for that. Um, I, was, I was expecting maybe post to be around summer sort of time. Like if they shoot, if oh. they're starting shooting now. Uh, good news is though, Jonathan Frakes is back to direct an episode. Nice. Uh, we love, we love to hear it. Um, yeah. So that's pre- uh, well. One of the things I'm looking forward to this season is the fallout from Mbenga. Like, are, are we expecting some sort of trial and him to be demoted from chief medical officer? There um, will be a trial. Yeah. Motion. That's a good question. Yeah, because obviously he's not chief medical officer come the original series. Uh, McCoy takes, well, uh, we, we've still, are we going to get Boyce? Because uh, Boyce is there in where no man's gone before. So he comes, he's there in the cage as chief medical officer. He leaves and Benga comes in chief medical officer. Boyce is back for an episode <laughs> and then McCoy comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and Benga's still around. Yeah, doesn't he come back later on in the series as yeah. well? Yeah. yeah. So actually, because I'm thinking, well, in the grand scheme of things, reassignment has to happen, whether it's by choice or not. Um, mm-hmm. But possibly, I'm, I wonder, demotion and reassignment. Mm. I hope not, um, because I don't want. I don't know. I, so, like, we obviously we talked about under the cloak of war extensively when it came out. I think there's no, it, there's no question in my mind. Degar rushed him. He pulled up the knife. Degar mm-hmm. effectively, bit like. Stop stabbing yourself. Stop stabbing yourself. Um, you ran into that one. Mm-hmm. He ran into my knife ten times. He had it coming. Um, surely there's CCTV. Anyway, that's listen. We, we that's that's we we've covered that. We've covered that. So if it is that, like I would love because it sets up a Klingon trial episode. Do we do it on Kronos? Which we probably wouldn't because didn't Degar was kind of a defector. That's now right, that I think yeah. about it, so it probably yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it won't be coming from the Klingons. It'll be coming from the Federation. I mean, the other option is nothing. It could just sort of be swept under the rug and he just decides to do something else later on. You know, there's always that. Someone choose their own career. You're wild. Wild, (laughs) I tell you. Do you think they'll use the 32nd century Federation HQ again? I I think that's going to become the bridge. Yeah. 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 Um, that was so that it, it did make me smile because I think because Chris, I know you've made this point loads of times. It's like sometimes you know we'll 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 tease, but you know we all we always genuinely genuinely we all, it always comes from a place of love. And if it ever comes across like it's not oh, that, yeah. by all means, 
call us out. Like, you know, oh, we're, yeah. that's, that's not what we do. But uh, sometimes people are just like, you know, you're saying this and you're you're doing that. I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend. We're, we're just teasing. You know, okay. nah. it, this is something that I think works really well on the wrestling channels. Like they're clearly passionate about wrestling. They love wrestling, mm. but they take the piss. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do over here. It's like we clearly love our Star Trek, but we've also got that uh, that British wit. Well, Irish wit, right? <laughs> Well, you know, like yeah, I do. Th- th- thank you for thank you for putting that. In. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think... I, yeah, so actually, I think that's you know, I know, I know we're, we're it's not the new year yet, but going into twenty twenty four, we we will we will make sure to to hammer home the point again that every time we do a review, every time you know we make something that might sound like a, a joke, it's, like, it's always coming from a place of love, um, mm. and uh, even yeah. when it's Captain Boring voice. You know, his love yeah. just sounds different. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just it's swimming in a pool of hatred. That's all. Does it matter? That's uh, right. But that's self hatred. That's different. Yeah. yeah. You know? So you know, it's like oh, you hate Star Trek. No, 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 no. I hate the person currently speaking about Star Trek. Yeah, it's I hate you. myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd just shut the. F- I wish if they used that room again, they should make the the middle circle bit like the moon door in Game of Thrones. And just like throw people into space, I think that would be great. But it's actually only a three foot drop. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know, like you know, through the moon door, I'm fine. That <laughs> oh, was going to be. That's not the point. <laughs> Symbolic. All I was going to say was about Strange New Worlds, and I'm going to mention it for the rest of my life. I would love to see some Strange New Worlds in the third season. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of discovery, uh, a bit of news coming out of Rio this weekend. Um, Yay. I can't so, remember the con's name, CCXP or something. Let me get that. First of all, Muito Obrigado Brazil. Um, yeah. So. Basically, it was the first appearance of any Star Trek person uh, since the strikes. Um, this is like their first sort of public uh, expo, whatever you want to call it. Um, they had the Discovery chair there. Um, but out of that, we, we got an actual date to look forward to. Uh, they've announced 10 episodes of Discovery starting in April. We're not entirely sure when in April, uh, but April yeah, uh, it'll be starting. And of course, that, that'll, that'll go for 10 episodes. I think Frakes is directing episode nine, part one of the finale, I believe. Also, actually, this now, uh, I, I'm going to throw up a spoiler warning on this. This is just Wikipedia, but episode titles have been released. Um, really? Yes, which okay. I was actually quite, I was surprised because I hadn't seen that news. Just while I'm talking as well, just while I'm, I'm searching for that. Um, yeah, we'll go through that. I actually didn't realise this, so mea culpa. The CCXP, which you're right, is America's biggest Comic Con. Because obviously South America, but you know, it is it is bigger than San Diego. Really? It's bigger than New York Comic Con. Uh, it is flipping enormous. Um, for any... Uh, uh, Mad Max fans, the trailer for uh, the Furiosa prequel dropped at this as well. Um, yeah, I watched that. I'm actually quite excited about it. I loved Fury Road. Okay, sorry. So, spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, here are the names of the first seven episodes of season five of Discovery. Again, Wikipedia. So, take it with a, take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, so, number one, Red Directive. Number two, Under the Twin Moons. Number three, Janal. 
Number four, face the strange. Number five, mirrors. Number six, whistle speak. Number seven, Ariga. Uh, yes, you're right, Chris. Uh, Jonathan Frakes directing episode nine with Lee Rose directing episode four. And Olatunde Osansanmi is directing episode 10. Obviously, recurring star has directed so much of Discovery so far. Um, and a couple of episodes in there written by Michelle Paradis. Um, I think, yeah. Notable guest stars, Oded Fair, Sheila Horstall, David Cronenberg, Tig Notaro. Oh, actually. Somewhere along the way, I thought I had read that Tig had kind of hung up her Discovery hat, but I'm delighted to see really? that that's not the case. Um, and of course, Eve Harlow and Elias Tufexis, who are going to be our main antagonists of the season. Um, so, yeah, as they take you... all of that with a pinch of salt, this is Wikipedia. I have the log line here. I have the log line here. Uh, and if out, out, out of uh, the, the Comic-Con down there in Rio, uh, they released an exclusive clip where it's uh, Burnham and Book fighting a creature. And they're trying to, they're trying to get to these like symbols on the wall. Um, and that goes hand in hand with this byline here. Um, season five will find Captain Burnham and the crew of the USS Discovery uncovering a mystery that will send them on an epic adventure across the galaxy to find an ancient power whose very existence has been deliberately hidden for centuries. So I think that was what was going on. Uh, mm. They were trying to like you know find some some more information about this. Um, but there are others on the hunt as well. I think that will be Elias Defexus as Lark, and I can't remember the other one. It's just because I'll be playing so much Starfield. Yeah. Mall. Her name is Mall. There we go. Um, so, yeah, there's other people looking from the Arizona hunt as well. Dangerous foes who are desperate to claim the prize for themselves and will stop at nothing to get it. It seems very contained, which I like. Um, Not end of the world scenarios. No. Yeah. And like, there's definitely, there'll be some stakes, but it's not like, they're not really, from what I can tell, continuing from anything before, uh, which is, I think, both good and bad in a way. Like, you know, we know it's the last season, so it's like, is this going to feel like its own contained thing, which is kind yeah. of, it, which feels a bit more enterprise to me, just to be yeah. like, this season's about this. And then we're done. <laughs> um. I think I think Discovery has, whether it set out to do this or not, I think it's ended up, that's what it's been. Like season one was the Klingon War in the Mirror Universe. Season two yeah. was the Red Angel. Season three was that of which we do not speak. And Discovery's first season in the 32nd century. And then last season, you had Species 10C. Now, I don't, I don't know if they set out originally to do something like that season arcs the whole time. I know way, 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 way back there was talk of possibly an anthology series and uh, Brian Fuller had had plans that both did and didn't come to fruition. If that is the case, I think, okay, it is going to be the case. It'll be its own standalone story this season. Um, go out on a high. I realise it's easy to say, but, you know, they have the learnings of everything that's come before. Everyone has the characters down pat at this stage. Um, I would be shocked if there wasn't an awful lot of threads dropped for Starfleet Academy um, in this season, because obviously we know Tilly is back in a main role this season. So, and last we saw, she's an instructor at the Academy. Um, so I, I think as long as it's and it really is, just be fun, have fun yeah. with it. You know, like the stakes are, the stakes are what they are. It's the last season. You can kill anyone. 
you know, and it's also far in the future. So you really can kill anyone. I mean, you know, everything else is either currently in a thousand years before or, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, plus, I cannot wait to see as much Callum Keith Rennie as possible. I have loved that man since Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, now we have Captain Rayner, the Romulan Starfleet captain. Absolutely, yes. I am so here for that. Well, really the other thing to, from the Discovery News is the, the sort of sneak peek clip that they released. And it looks fun. Like from what you were saying, that that one bit, it feels it feels a bit more strange new worldsy. Like the, there's a bit more quipping and there's there's more like mm. the the action is I mean, Discovery, one of the things I don't like about it, just from an editor point of view, is that it is very quick paced in terms of how they cut and move the camera, which is really annoying to make and put into a video. But the thing that I sort of took away from it the most was I'm a big fan of the sort of monster of the week kind of format. And I mm. just from this clip, it's possible that they're going to do that sort of thing with this season. Like, you know, there is an arc of they're trying to do this thing and find this thing before other people do. But if it sort of follows a monster of the week type story with it, then I then I'll be more than happy. I think the impression that we got from that clip was very much Monster of the Week. These aren't going to be creatures that are appearing every week. Yeah, yeah. They just happen to be on this planet that's protecting whatever they're trying to get to. So I think, yeah, that that feels like a Monster of the Week clip. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing them beyond this episode. No. I, I just mean more like it, I would be disappointed if like that just sort of happens for a bit in an episode and then that that sort of thing doesn't happen again for the season. Like I want that sort of thing happening every episode. Like we're in a yeah. different place. We've got a new challenge. We've got a new species, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that would be, be good. I, yeah, just yes. Uh, although the idea of having a giant moth as your big bad for the season, um, you know, kind of like, it'd be a bold description or a bold decision. It's a description of a decision. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love uh just, just that, like you know, Bernard Tennyson's book. Communicate with it. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a walking dictionary, like <laughs> or a translator. Um, but it was weird because I watched, some... I watched the new Godzilla and King Kong trailer like just before it, and uh, it gave me Mothra vibes, and I was like, I was still tired, so I was like, am I watching the same thing? Like, is this, is, am I continuing the, is this King Kong related? But no, it just happened to be a big moth. But I love a big moth. Anyway, what's next on the agenda? <laughs> so we just briefly touched upon it there, Starfleet Academy. Um, it's it, they're they've, they're in uh, the back to the writing room at the moment. Um, Tony Newsom uh, has been doing a couple of interviews. Um, she says there's going to be cannon cops in this writing room, so that we 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 follow quite closely the cannon, which it's got me excited because of like the potential format of Starfleet Academy. We know it's going to, you know, focus on a, a young group of cadets. Um, that much has been said. Um, we expect T Tilly to be part of it. However, with, with all the hologram technology they've had in like seasons three and four and potentially five of Discovery, especially uh, the hologram that was there to sort of see if someone's lying, you know, um, during the Vance and um, Osiris scenes. Um I would very much like it if 
every now and again we had like a guest speaker, you know, portrayed by a hologram. Here's O'Brien for this lecture. You know, he obviously you might not have the money for Patrick Stewart, but here's Patrick Stewart talking about the Borg or, you know, um, it could be. It, they they say Alex Kurtzman says he's going to speak to this generation. Um, I, I I don't think that was a, a hint at any next generation. I think this is very much sort of uh, going to be a product of the time. Yeah, speaks to the generation now. So they're they're in um, they're back to the writing at the moment. Production hopefully will begin in twenty twenty four, but mm. this is very much a twenty twenty five release. We think. I I would. <laughs> Basically, what I'm hoping for for 2024 for Academy is a trailer. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I that might sound like, oh, God, we'll never get the show. We will. But would you prefer it be rushed and we get, you know, a season that, God love us, next generation season one? Or would you would you prefer something that takes its time, does it right, and we get Prodigy season one, Strange New World season one, something like that? Um, I'm, look, I mean, I am... So optimistic for this because I've said it before, I'll say it again, and this is not a soundbite, I'm not being paid to say this. If Star Trek is going to survive, it has to keep doing new things. You know, it has to to do something different. Some stuff lands, some stuff doesn't. Ah, well, you know, Discovery Season 1, for all of the things it did wrong, it gave us Star Trek on TV again. You know, uh, and it did, it updated the look and some people love it. Some people hate it. I think, look, I think it looks beautiful. Um, so I'm re- I, I am really quietly confident for this. Uh, having said that, I don't want it to be the only new show going no. forward. Um, because so if you think about it, right? So, Prodigy, so Prodigy season two is dropping in 2024. Everyone's really excited. Yay. Uh, no word on season three yet and possibly won't be for quite some time. So yeah. right as it stands, the story's coming to end. We will have Stranger World season three. We will have Lower Deck season five. We will have Starfleet Academy. And of course, we have the Long Trek section 31. That's just entered production. That's just entered. Grant. Okay. So that's still, that's three Trek series, which is a lot. You know, we think about it like we've never had three at the same time. Okay. Sorry, pre-2017. I mean, we've never had three at the same time. I would not be surprised if another one comes to an end before we get any news of another show after that. So for everyone who's kind of sitting on their seat going like, come on, legacy, I would imagine one of these shows is going to come to a close before we get another show going again. And this, you know, And here's the boring reason. I only have X amount of dollars. You know, um, and the live action shows cost a lot more than the animated shows. Like, for example, yeah, Lower but... Decks, I, I haven't been, I haven't seen, you know, spreadsheets or anything, but like Lower Decks objectively costs an awful lot less to do than Strange New Worlds or presumably Starfleet Academy. So I am, we will get another show. I'm, I'm going at this pace. I really hope that statement doesn't end badly. But, but also for that, we need to show up. Let's everyone give Starfleet Academy a chance. Um, and, you know, kind of like, because I think and I'm going to put my own mea culpa hat on here. I was one of the people who maybe in a small way was responsible for not showing up and maybe Enterprise didn't get the numbers it should have gotten. 
I only came to Enterprise a lot later on in life. And it, it really gets quite good. But it was 2003. I was too cool for this. Um, About legacy so- and the, the cost of legacy. Like, we're not bringing back the TNG cast, apart no. from maybe one-off appearances. It will be led by Jerry Ryan. And all the sets are built. Yeah, because they're in storage. They're taken down. They're in storage. Yeah, you ain't got to build the G bridge. It's it's done, and they use the same module for the other ships as well. Yeah, turn it around, like yeah. I I don't think it's I I I think it could be cheaper than Picard to produce, and yes. I I think it would also bring more eyes to the franchise and perhaps get the people that wouldn't otherwise watch Starfleet Academy watching Starfleet Academy in anticipation, you know, um, then there's arguments that it might take the, the, this, the sting off um, Starfleet Academy. It might, you know, take the focus away from them. But like it, 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 if, if you want a moneymaker, it's right there on the table. We, we cried out for give us more Pike and Spock and we got Strange New Worlds. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it took a while, but we cried out for Don't Cancel Prodigy and Netflix picked it up. There is petitions with thousands and thousands of names on it for a legacy. I, this, I, 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 tell, you, I tell you what, actually, and, and here's me trying to glass half full. Of, maybe they aren't. We're getting zero, absolutely zero um, acknowledgement. Uh, like the, I know there was that. Now, this is a few months back, but... Uh, a fan asked Kate Mulgrew at a talk that Alex Kurtzman was at, you know, any chance of live action Janeway. And, you know, it's kind of, it's been discussed. And I mean, obviously that could end up being a really fun, positive thing. Oh, it's been discussed. And here you are as opposed to, I mean, I discuss many things every day. It doesn't mean they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, I do, I know the demand is there. Um, so I don't know, perhaps there's, it's trending once a week. That's it. Like, it. Literally is. It was in you know the the, the when the view the, the the top ten streaming viewing um, reports were given out. Picard was in there several times. Mm. Picard, you know this basically legacy being a sequel to Picard. I think that's kind of it's obviously a sequel to everything that's come before, but it would be jumping off from there because we're going Enterprise G Jerry Ryan. So uh, I put it this way: everyone listening along, we share your frustration that there's no news and that there's no confirmation because they haven't even said it's not happening. At least then we'd have an answer. We might not be happy about it, but we'd have an answer, mm. you know? Um, so I choose to believe it's a when as opposed to an if. Oh yeah. We, 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 we're not yeah. operating under the assumption that it's going to happen. Like it, it's a no brainer. Like mm. it, it could be, like I said earlier, it'd be more cheaper than Picard. It will bring more revenue. It will bring merchandise. It will bring, all this stuff, like, and it, it, then it can fund things like, you know, a prodigy or, or you know what I mean? Like, it, it could, it's just really frustrating because it is such a no-brainer and it's right there on the table and they could be, they could be, like, reaping the rewards of this. Fra- fra- frankly, I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to coin a phrase that no one's ever heard before. Strike while the iron is hot. Mm. Uh, uh, how do you feel about that one? Yeah, yeah mm. that's the Sean Farrick original right there. Yeah. <laughs> While the demand is there, instead of hopefully not, but instead of letting it kind of fade off. Yeah. You know? And and that's what's happening with Star Trek Four. Like it, yes. it's that I, I mean or Chris look, Pine still waiting. 
You give me a Star Trek movie, I'm there day one. There's no question. But I'm not excited about it, where I would have been in the even couple of years after Beyond, because this we've long since talked about, I really enjoyed Beyond. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of a return to the kind of fun adventure of uh, yeah. of Star Trek. But I mean, at this stage, yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're approaching, okay, we're not quite there yet, but we're kind of approaching, you know, between Turnabout Intruder and the motion picture. You know, I mean, that kind of a gap. And, you know, the, the whole gap, the whole gag was it's been so many years and we're bringing the crew back and they're so much older. Well, hang on, no, motion picture, we pretend they're the same age. Um, you know, it's, we're kind of approaching that. So, which means I kind of, my excitement is already gone. I'm, I'm sort of rambling, well, sort of not, but. Let's, like, say if they did announce it, right? Mm-hmm. Say it came at some point this year. Production might not begin until 2025. We might not see it until 2026. Mm-hmm. Like already, that is going to be quite a wait to like. But if we knew it was coming on the horizon, you know, you could maybe keep the the interest there until it's like out. Um, however, if you were to announce it after Starfleet Academy's done, you, you know what I mean, or Strange New Worlds comes to an end, I, you, you want to strike while the iron's hot, absolutely. Like, and and if you strike now, it's not until twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. You know, so yeah. the longer you leave it, it's just going to twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty eight. It's it's strike while the iron's hot, like you say. Um, I think just cancel Star Trek. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. This is what I've been waiting for. Yay! You're free, Tom! Free! <laughs> Do we have anything else in the way of news? You mentioned already, Chris, that Section 31 is entered production, so that's great. Um, um, I think that's kind of... That's going to be in terms of news. I just want to mention that um, for this whole recording, people don't know that Sean is wearing a Udi with hamburgers on it. Yep. So that's something you can think about now. And I'm Go also wearing to it, thinking about a Voyager the era undershirt as well. Oh, good. <laughs> Ross cosplaying. Yeah, you're off duty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I I believe this is what Tom Paris wore on his days off. I think that we have, in a very clear and concise way, I think we've covered all of the news that's con- kind of come out in the last couple of weeks. So. What we would like you to do is uh, come to us with your Ask Trek Culture. We have a few queued up, but I I realize, God bless your poor ears, we've been going on for a while now. So we have a few Ask Trek Cultures lined up for our next episode. We're back to weekly episodes. That's something we meant to say in the beginning. So um, I I have been told in very polite ways and very unpolite ways, I am not allowed to take as long a holiday again. That's absolutely (laughs) fine. Um, which is grand. So get your questions coming in. Uh, if we don't get to one week, we'll probably look at them the next. So do not despair. Captain Boring Voice is on it. He is checking all of yes. them. One might say he's putting together a list. He may even check it once. He just <laughs> yeah. doesn't have time for that. Yeah, I can't be bothered. No, but the, the other thing that people should know as well is that we get a lot, you know, some of the questions come through to us um and for some reason some don't so i i do i will search the actual hashtag on twitter and go through all the latest ones to find some that may have slipped past us during it so like i always say if your question doesn't get answered it probably is there somewhere um that's and i will answer in a later uh episode i also just want to mention that we got some people uh mentioning our podcast on their spotify wrapped which was really nice to hear um, that yeah. was lovely 
That was really, really nice. So thank you very much, everyone, for sharing that. Because, I mean, look, ego stroke of it aside, (laughs) we're just delighted that, you know, we're doing something that you're enjoying. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that is the main thing. So if you enjoy it, fantastic. If you're listening, but you're not enjoying it, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, yeah. um, you know, we, we, we do enjoy yeah. this stuff. From a business sense, like this is probably what we do for fun, right? Like, yeah, this isn't, we're not here to like make money on this one. We're, we're here to actually talk about Star Trek. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm really fun to this podcast, like, because it is just us having any other conversation we would have like throughout the week, but we record yeah. it for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's, re- that's really great. I'm going to fly through as quick as possible. Thank you very much, Daddy Trek, for for uh, joining us this week. Um, so everyone, make sure you are following us on Twitter at Trek Culture, on Instagram at Trek Culture YT. We are on Blue Sky. I promise there's an account. Uh, we're also on TikTok. We are, so as of recording, we are on day five of the Insight Editions uh, uh, advent calendar. So uh, we hope you're enjoying that. Um, thank you very much lovely Tom you can be found at Tom C Finn or at Tom Roberts Finn on just all of the socials especially Truth Social uh, and of course uh, you can follow Chris at Edit Chris Edit on all of the various socials as well I'm at Sean Ferrick you are awesome you are wonderful it's, del- it's wonderful to be back um, yeah. so that's why we've talked the year off you so thank you very much for listening and you're awesome and wonderful and we will see you soon bye I might change my at to Trek Daddy <laughs> yeah you should do it now before someone takes it <laughs> there probably already is a track daddy let's be yeah real. i wouldn't google that to be honest you're not gonna yeah no no, no no i, I tell you what no, no. let me oh oh no <laughs> like, that's it that's a dramatic end into this podcast yeah. like, i like it leave it in leave it in <laughs> yeah. oh, okay but thanks everybody bye bye